Hey y'all, hey, we back at it again. It's been a while since we've been here, but it's so good to be back. Um, <laughs> It's only been a week, but I get excited every time I get the chance to share with y'all what God shares with me. Um, So, we're back. Uh, I just want to say, shameless plug, that I have a surprise coming soon. And since y'all my favorites, y'all get first dibs. Which, I mean, this literally means everyone, since if anyone listens to this podcast or this episode, we hear this. But um, I'm talking specifically about the people who have been with me since the very beginning. I have a brand, I have brand t-shirts on the way soon to better promote the podcast, uh, to better promote, um, you know, Single Womanhood 101 what this podcast means what it stands for who um is intended to touch so i have t-shirts coming on the way and i will be doing a giveaway soon that possibly will include a free t-shirt um um i'm gonna try to include some face masks that has like the logo and things like that on there also with like maybe some other little you know happies and gifts inside so stay on the lookout for that because I will have that giveaway coming up soon. So have your notifications and alerts turned on because we're going to be live. So be on the lookout for that, y'all. Okay, so now that I got that out the way, let's jump right into what we're going to be talking about today in today's episode. And so I want to discuss not settling for just good enough. Let me start let me just start by saying this when you are in tune with the holy spirit your outlook on things your perspective on things is just different i mean everything could have a underlying spiritual meaning and you'll notice you'll notice it because whatever that thing is that you've been dealing with personally you will know what specifically what god is dealing with you about You just have to pay attention. We just have to pay attention. Okay, so back to today's topic. So today, I want to talk about um, settling, not settling for just good enough. And so, y'all know I've been on Netflix like crazy. Like, I haven't been on there crazy, but... All the good shows that they put on there is definitely, like, my basic go-to. Like, I ain't been watching no necessarily, like, movies on Netflix and then Like, it's just the black shows that they put on there. And so, I was watching Girlfriends. For some reason, I feel like a lot of things make sense to me through shows. And God would literally use anything. He'll use a show, a person, a thing. He would literally use anything or anyone. And so as I was watching the show, it was this specific episode. And I wish I could remember the season and the episode that it's in. But I do not know. I do know the season is probably... Because I'm on season four now. And so... It's definitely an episode in season four, but I don't know what number it is. I would say probably at the end of season four. But anyway, I was watching the episode in season four. And as I was watching it, I was noticing characteristics that were present in Joan that were present in myself. If you watch the show, 
you know how Joan is. If you don't watch the show, basically Joan is like the mama of the group. Like she's the one that has to have everything together. You know, she seems like the one that kind of plans out everything. She structures everything. She's like the the core of the group. But which is a good thing. And you know, those are great positives to have in a friend, but also you know, Joan has this thing where she has this like controlling nature. And so I noticed the controlling nature that Joan had, the obsession that she has with wanting things to always go her way um, and the way that she pictures them, you know, the validation she always needed and wants certain things so bad, even if they were just good enough, quote unquote. And so as I watched the show, I noticed certain characteristics that Joan had um, in myself. You know, I kind of like things to go my way. I like things to be lined up, you know, to go in a certain order, to flow. That's when I feel like, you know, everything is good when I know it's in an order that, in or in an order, or in a fashion that I want it to go. And so I feel like we all can do that sometimes, you know. Um, we tell God, just let me have this man because he ain't the best, but he good enough. Or, and I can fix the rest. Or let me just have this job. It's not what you want from me, but it gives me the most money. It's good enough. Or God, please let me have this relationship. Let this relationship work. Um, It's not what I wanted. Deep down, I did want more. But I will settle for this because it feels good right now and it's good enough. And I feel like that's what Joan... I'm going to get to another point in the episode. She was she was in a relationship. And um, this episode is not specifically about being in a relationship. But I'm just saying in general, from relationships, from jobs, from different things in our lives, I feel like we tell God that it's not what we want. It's not what he has for us, but it's good enough. And I just want to ask a question like, who told who told us or who told you that good enough was enough? Like, no. Who told you to settle? Who told you that good enough was good enough? You are a daughter of the king, the most high, and you should act as such. You can't afford to settle. Your purpose to be it. You can't afford to settle because he's doing a work in you. So it will be a game changer for this generation. His name is written all up and through your life. Settling cannot be in your nature. God paid too much for you. He got too much in store for you. I know the seasons may be tough. Like, trust me, I know I'm well aware of hard seasons. But, you know, someone once told me, they said, when you endure hard seasons, know that you are being prepared. And so the word tells us that we rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. So get your hope back. You are still chosen and that hasn't changed. So don't settle for just good enough. Like good enough is not enough because God doesn't want just good good enough for us. Even though the seasons may be hard, it may seem like, you know, you're down in the trenches right now. But trust that whatever God is doing, that he's working on 
the hind side of things or the back end of things that he's preparing you he's building you he's molding you and good enough is simply just not enough if god wants the best for you then you should want the best for you so don't settle for just good enough (laughs) because we top tier honey (laughs) period no for real we are top tier we are chosen we are crafted by god himself and so if he wants the very best for us then our desire should be what he wants and that is the very best for ourselves not just good enough whether that be a relationship whether that be a job whether that be a spouse whether that be you know a career whatever it is it's not enough for it to just be good enough and so I had to realize that. And when God revealed that to me, um, it was it was game changing for me because I realized that in certain points I wanted good enough to be enough or I felt that good enough was enough for me. Like, you know, God, yeah, it ain't all that or this, not all that. But, you know, it's good enough. And then I felt like the Holy Spirit just told me he was like, no, it's not enough. That's not what you want. That's not what I want for you. So therefore, it's not enough. And so as I watch the show, I see Joan and I see I see a woman so desperate to be in a relationship, so desperate to have a man that she is willing to settle for good enough rather than waiting and preparing for God ordained. And as I watched Joan cry on the screen because she wanted to be married so bad, she made her boyfriend at the time reconsider that they should go ahead and drive to Vegas and they should get married. Because in the episode, originally, they were just, you know, heading there for, I guess, like, you know, a vacation, a bay weekend for them to spend quality time, you know, with each other. But Joan had already made up in her head, um, you know, this over because you know women can overthink so she already made up in her head that he was going they were going to Vegas so he could propose and so she had been thinking that I mean like she went all out with it like she told her friends that oh he finna propose he she went and bought a dress she did all of that and he hadn't said any of that you know to make her think that well he he did say something to make her think that but what i'm saying is they had like just been in a relationship for a what like a mere month and even though he did tell her she was going they were going to vegas i feel like i don't know why john would think that they would be getting married but anyway she was overthinking to the point where she went out and bought an actual dress and she made up in her mind that you know this is what this guy was gonna do he was about to propose and so um and of course now granted this is a show and you know that it's a bit fabricated and you know however they did have strong attractions for each other but deep down joan knew that this was not what she wanted and this is not the then that was not the way that she wanted it and so i think many times in our lives we settle for for good enough instead of um preparing for god ordained you know we want a god ordained life but we settle for a good enough life and so um 
Joan just had made made up in her mind that this man was about to marry her. Even though they had strong attractions for each other, I mean, strong for me personally, strong attractions is just not enough, you know, to sustain a marriage. I mean, yes, initially you should be attracted to your partner or your spouse or whatever, but that's just it, you know, that's an attraction. That's not going to sustain a marriage. And so I don't know what made her think that, you know, that attraction alone plus them not even being in a relationship for that long to even know each other, you know, as well as they should know each other and craft it and cultivate it, you know, that connection to get married. Um, but however, so it goes on and, you know, they go to Vegas and he, he proposes and they get engaged and so after they get engaged, they come back and Joan realizes that he is not the one. And so deep down, Joan knew that this is not what she wanted. She didn't want to be engaged the way that she got engaged because literally he only proposed and they only went on ahead to Vegas and um, he proposed because Joan wanted that. And so he proposed to her they come back engaged um and then as they're like laying in the bed together deep down John realizes that you know this is not what she wanted and this is not the way um that she wanted it and so as I continue to watch the episode like there becomes an issue where John tells this her current fiance well it was her boyfriend but he then becomes I guess for a short temporary time her fiance he tells her, um, she tells him that she wants kids. And so she tells him, you know, about how she wants kids. And, you know, she wants this white picket fence. She wants a dog and blase, blase, and raising a whole family and, you know, all of that. And so he comes out and responds and says that I, I don't want kids. You know, I don't know why you're thinking of, you know, this whole <laughs> imaginative, like, um story or this like little house on a prairie type life for us because I don't want kids and so I think that kind of shatters Jones world a little bit because you know like I said of course being that we we're women we we overthink already I know at least I don't know if I can't say if this is for every woman but I do know that a lot of women when when they get with a guy they do picture themselves like with them long term like they imagine like could I could he could I be with him long term could I build a family with him you know could I do this could I do that I think all women I'm not gonna say all women overthink to like they overthink about it to a certain degree but what I am saying I do think a lot of women this does come this thought does come across a lot of women's mind you know can they actually see themselves building a life you know with this person but anyway so she tells him all of this um and he says I don't want kids and so Joan realizes that um she basically does everything in her power to try to change this man's mind i mean from she gets her friends kids and tries to sway him this way she tries to drop little hints and do this and do that and you know and do all of that 
to make him reconsider having kids. And it gets to the point where Joan lay, she's lying in the bed and she cries again. Like she is like boohoo crying, like for real. Like y'all gotta go watch the episode. But anyway, I'm promoting for girlfriends. They ain't even write me no check. <laughs> but okay, back to the back to the uh podcast, y'all. So so Joan is crying and she's like boohoo crying, right? And um she realizes that this is not the marriage that she wants this is not the way that she wants the marriage this is not the guy that she wants because I feel like Joan has this realization where she realizes that they want two separate things and if she goes into this you know controlling him now trying to tell him what to do now telling her to do this now trying to sway him to do this now you know I feel like she realizes that this is what she's going to be doing for the rest of their marriage and so she calls it off with the guy and she tells him that this is not when she basically tells him that he's a good man however that she is he is not good enough for her or not good enough for what she wants and what she sees in a marriage and in a husband and so I she knows deep down that they won't she knew deep down that they wanted two different things and that's when i heard the holy spirit stir inside of me saying this is why i can't have you settle for good enough because in the end you are going to end up hurt you're going to end up broken and so i felt the holy spirit say to me that trust me when i say I know what's best for you. Trust me when I say I will never leave or forsake you. Trust me when I say I am your God and I love you. And I feel like that's what a a lot of women, that's what a lot of people have to realize is that that's why we can't settle for good enough. Because in the end, it's going to malfunction in some type of way. In the end, John was going to end up controlling her marriage, going to have to control him to do this, control him to do that. And so if we settle for good enough in our lives, no matter what it may be, it's always we're always going to end up desiring more, wanting more, wanting um, that we should have did, wanting and hoping that we should have did this or we should have did that. We're just going to um, be left unsatisfied and, and unhopeful and, and broken all over again and so as it relates to this particular episode um it was revolving around a relationship specifically but this could be resonating with y'all about many other things i don't know specifically what god has been dealing with you about but you know what he's been dealing with you about so listen and pay attention so whatever you may be settling for good enough in your life know that God does not want you to settle whatever that thing is whether that is a relationship whether that is a man that is a job that may be a degree or I don't I don't know what it is specifically how this resonates for you but whatever it is know that God wants the very best for you and so suddenly for good enough is just not an option especially when we think about the long-term effects of it you know, settling for good enough compared to God ordained. Yes, it's hard right now, but in the end, I know that his word is, is going to come to pass, that whatever he promised me will come to pass versus me settling for good enough. It's only going to fulfill me temporarily versus then fulfilling me long term.
So in the end, you end up broken. And so that's why we cannot settle for good enough. Um, And so y'all know how I like to close, right? So of course, I got three practical tips if you are someone that is struggling with settling in an area of your life. And so the first one that I have is don't forget what God told you. Many times we find ourselves willing to settle when we are in hard seasons. Um, and due to looking for a way out of hard seasons, we, we want that temporary fulfillment. Like we want that temporary um, like relief. And so when we're in hard seasons, we're, out, we're looking for something to provide us that comfort, to provide us, you know, that relief. And so it may be something simple or it may be something big, but whatever it is, we're looking for something just so we can feel, you know, a sense of, of peace or a peace, a sense of peace, a, a sense of like contentment, you know, in that hard season. So it's like so we could just get like a break. And so this is the time this is and you need to be very careful. I want y'all to listen carefully. Like when I say this, this is the time that you need to be very careful. This is the time that you need to press into God the most. This is the time that you need to press into your relationship with him the most. Press into your word a little bit harder. Pray a little bit more. Have that quiet time as much as you need to um throughout the day remind yourself of the words stir up your spirit by listening to worship this is the time that you gotta tap in what uh what's her name what's sweetie say tap 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 in (laughs) not for real (laughs) this is the time where you gotta tap in you gotta press in a little bit harder because if you're not careful that this is the time where the enemy can come in and try to distract you and believe you me he will and so this is a time where you got to be focused because he, he know where your weak spots are. And so if you're in a hard season and you feel like I'm, I just might as well go and settle, I might as well just go and give in, you know, to whatever that thing is you may be struggling with in your life. That's the time where the enemy is going to try to flash whatever that is in front of your eyes to make it seem like you should give in or you should give up. So this is the time where you got to be connected to God a little bit a little bit more you got to be anchored a little bit more so the enemy won't make a mistake and try to get you off your game and so whatever it is that you are considering settle settling about don't forget what God said don't forget what God told you because um if you do the enemy will make you think that he what he said was what God said He'll flash that thing or he'll flash that person. He'll flash whatever it is in front of your eyes to try to try and get you unfocused, to try to get you distracted and make you think that that's what God said. When really that's not what God said. He'll make you think what he said was what God said. And it's indefinitely not. So whatever it is that you are considering settling about, Ask yourself this question. Does it match up with what God told me? Does it match up with what God has already told me? And then go from there. 
And so the second thing is weigh your options. So evaluate the thing that you are willing to sell, sell it on. Evaluate whatever it is. If it's a relationship, if it's a man, if it's a job, evaluate it. Put it against what God has already told you. Look at, look at your pros and cons. Evaluate it. How much will it cost you? Will it be worth it in the long run? The thing that you're willing to settle for. You know, you're willing to settle for this job over here because it pays more money. But God tells you to go this way because he's going to lead. His hand is his hand is over you over here. But because the money looks better over here, I'm going to go this way. Think of, think about that. How much will it cost you? How much are you willing to to sacrifice to give up only for that for that better pay or that more pay? Are you willing to sacrifice God's hand being taken off of your life for that pay? And this is not to say, understand me clearly, because this is not to say that, you know, God is like turning away from you or he's going to banish you or anything like that. But what I'm saying is when you start living a God allowed life instead of a God ordained life, it could be a little bit hard for you, especially if you know for a fact that's something God told you to do. This is something that you know for a fact that you feel peace about, that you know God has told you to go this direction and you deliberately go another direction. Yes, you got to believe that it's going to be a little bit harder for you. It's going to be definitely hard for you because you're going somewhere now where he, where he has not directed you to go instead of going somewhere where his hand, where his covering, where his spirit, where his presence was over, where he's leading, where he's directing you to, and now you're going away from that. Yeah, you definitely finna be in the trenches a little bit harder. So before you give in to whatever that thing is, before you say that I'm willing to settle for good enough, evaluate and say, how much will this cost me? Will it be worth it in the long run? Will this get me closer to what God has called me to do? How would this elevate what God has told me to do? Doing this will always lead you back to the Father. I know at least it, it leads me back to the Father for me. Because when I when I look at something and I look I look at the appearance of something and I say, well, you know, that looks good. It looks good. It looks amazing. It looks like it's it's going to be fantastic. However, I know that's not what God told me to do. It looks good, but that's not what God told me to do. And although my fleshly desires wants it, you know, although my flesh wants it, my flesh desires it more than anything, I want what God desires for me more than I want what I desire for me and I feel like that's that's the prayer or not the prayer that's the thing that we have to continually say to ourselves you know one of my friends told me that you she told me that I need to continually say that God let your will be done because I'm an overthinker and so um, I'm also, like I said earlier, I'm an overthinker. I like to, you know, control things. I like for everything to be in order. You know, like I, I plan everything out to the T, like everything, like in my planner. And so she was like, you know, that's good to have. But in some cases, you need to learn how to let that go. 
Like you need to learn how to over you planning things out over you trying to make everything work and make everything shift and go in this proper fashion. You need to learn how to let God's will be done, even over your will. And that was a very powerful statement that she said to me. Um, And I mean, of course, I knew that, but it was something that I needed to be reminded of. And so when she said it, it was like, yeah. You know, it was it was a realization for me that, among anything, God allow your will to be done over um, my will, over what I want and what uh, I desire for myself. And so that's what that's what you need to that's what you need to tell God is more than anything. Let your will be done let my desires become your desires god and um that should lead you back to the father each and every time and if it's right you will feel the holy spirit and you'll feel the peace he brings and if it's not right it will only leave you confused and wondering never settle for what may appear to be good enough always 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 check with jesus And so the third one, y'all, is what is the real issue? And so what I mean by that is beneath beneath those things that you can't let go or you want to control, beneath, um, let's go back to Joan, you know, in the examples of girlfriends, underneath her wanting, you know, her boyfriend at the time to marry her so bad, it was an underlying issue. And for some of us, that underlying issue, um, truth be told, beneath us wanting to settle is an issue with our own hearts. And what that issue may be is either we don't trust God enough, so we believe in our own abilities to make the right choices instead of allowing God to direct our path. Or it could be, it could be we believe in what God promised us, but he just coming a dollar late and a minute too short. So we become impatient. And so I don't know what it may be for you. It may not be a trust thing for you. It may not be a patience thing for you. It may be a faith issue for you. You know, you believe God for things over here. You believe him for the small things. But for the big things you really, you really desire and you really want to happen in your life, you don't have that faith. You don't have faith big enough to believe him for that. But you will believe him for something small. And this is just me using an example. I don't know what it could be for you. Like I said, you know, this is something that you need to talk with God about. And I mean, this is the purpose of this. This episode is for you to not settle and for you to go back in your uh, quiet time with God and to ask him what it, what it is that I'm considering settling about and ask him and know um, and check with him so he can lead and he can direct you. But it could be a faith issue. It could be a trust issue. It could be a um, you, you're an impatient issue, a patient issue. Um, I don't know. I know for me personally, um, it's been a faith issue for me. Um, and so that literal literal example that I just used a few minutes ago was speaking directly to me because truth be told I I believe God for some things but in other areas I don't believe him as much and that's something that he's been working on with on on me with um he's been working on with me to let go of that control 
because I feel like he knows me inside and out. So he knows me. He knows that I like to know everything. He knows that I like to know how everything is going to run, how I like to know how things are going to be played out. But I feel like he's challenging me in this area because if I know every single thing, then this means that I don't trust him fully. And I got to trust. I feel like for this season and where he's taking me and, you know, how we're growing in our relationship together, I'm going to have to develop a new level of faith and continuing and that's going to help me to, you know, in the long run to continue to help my faith grow, you know, more and more each day um, in this walk, in this relationship with him. And so whatever it is, you got to examine your heart. What's the real issue for you settling for good enough instead of a God ordained in your life? And so just to close y'all for me, as I watched that show, I saw I saw a part of myself, a version of myself that was just as desperate as Joan. And although I am not that person anymore, and I am still learning and growing, I knew exactly how Joan felt. And deep down, I wanted and sometimes still want to control things because I don't believe that God can come through like he says he wills in some areas. But then I remind myself that the word says faith comes by hearing and hearing about the good news that is Christ. And so now that you've heard this podcast, now that you've heard this, this, this good word, not replacing this podcast with a good word, but now that you've heard it in a, in a manner that should, could, could potentially help you with your spiritual life, you have been reminded of what God has promised us. The last thing I want you to remember is that we are a royal priesthood. Trust when God says he got it because he got it. We are a royal priesthood. God says that we are his masterpiece. And I know I say that particular uh, verse scripture a lot because it really does show how God sees us. He sees us, you know, as one of his most loved creations, one of his most beautiful creations, a masterpiece, a royal priesthood. Like we're royalty. Like we were created by God. Like God himself had to specifically and uniquely craft us. And so if you know that, if you know that God created you and his hand has always since the beginning of time, since since before you were born, his hand has always been on you. You got to know that you are too good for just good enough. And you know you deserve better than just good enough. So act like it. Act like it. And that's all I got, y'all. Um, like I uh, said earlier, be sure to keep up with me at the Single Womanhood 101, or you can follow me on my personal page. You can find it from the Single Womanhood 101. I'm not going to plug it here. I'm just going to uh, plug the podcast page. But um, follow that page on Instagram. It's just T-H-E-S-I-N-G-L-E, Womanhood 101. And y'all uh, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for those uh, that giveaway because it's coming very soon. I'm trying to get things in the works now. I don't know what um, 
what I'm trying to say. I don't know what like potential qualifiers I'm going to do to enter the giveaway, but just know it is coming. It is coming soon. So be on the lookout for that and um, continue to, to follow the page for daily encouragement. And so until next time, bye. Love y'all.